Are condoms are condoms intrinsically funny? Uh, I think it depends on how you use them. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Balloon animals. (laughs) Balloon. Yeah, exactly. And they're always a a, a certain shape. I don't know why that is. (laughs) A banana. (laughs) A banana. (laughs) A a wavy French fry banana. (laughs) In a world. Where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? It is episode 225. (laughs) 225 episodes in. It's that time of year when the sun goes down late and you think mm-hmm. it's still early because you're used to like you're, you're like on January time <laughs> and then you realize it's like 10 o'clock at night and your friends calling you and say, Jim, we recording tonight. And I'm just like, uh, hold on, I'm still out. What is that? Your your circadia rhythms, your Arcadia rhythms, your what is it called? Arcadia rhythms. <laughs> circadian rhythms yeah that's what it is now we were at a friend in town he had a uh, um just had us over you know for some tri-tip and stuff and awesome yeah we brought a bunch of food they brought food we brought some beers they had some drinks and stuff and so we had a good time and just like i said on the text i said oh dude time got by <laughs> you know and no it does it does and i happened to look at my phone as we were rolling out and there's ted like are you ready i'm like well we'll be home <laughs> in about 20 minutes there, here we are here we are are we drinking a beer or are we not drinking a beer well, of course, what? <laughs> Ted, what does that say? Yes. <laughs> I ask a question and your beer answers it. <laughs> yes is the answer. That's the beer I have. Are we drinking a beer? Are we drinking a beer? Yes. Yes is the answer. So since that is awesome. Since uh, I responded or replied with my can, I guess I'll uh-huh. open. So yes, I have a 6.8 <laughs> hazy IPA. Not a fan of hazies, but it's what I got for tonight. You're not a fan, but you aren't against them. You aren't anti. I'm not. No, I yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Someone hands me a beer. <laughs> sure. All right. And it's a it's a 16 ouncer. You beat you beat me this week with a 16 ouncer or 6.8. 6.8. Okay. I have a banana cream pie sour ale. <laughs> what? Banana. Look at it. It looks it looks retro. It looks awesome. Doesn't look like it looks like the hotel that's going to open here in town. Oh, you have a you have a you have a tiki hotel or something over there. Yeah, it's the Village Inn, and the Village Inn opened in like the early '60s and shut down in the '80s, and it was oh. like vacant forever. So someone bought it, and they're reopening it with all of the '60s retro vibe. Wow. And yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So, um, it, I mean, it looked really cool. They're bringing it all back to life, like it once was. It has that like Elvis Presley beach movie vibe. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what it comes out of it. So So it's banana cream sour? Banana cream pie sour ale. Banana cream pie sour ale. That just sounds bizarre. Where did you get it? Um where I got it in at Handy Market. So part of that part of that nice four pack. Um it, oh it's uh Weldwork Brewing. Where is this? Weldwork Brewing company 
Where is that? Weld work, weld work. It looks like it's California. Where, where's yours? Oh, Colorado. Mine's Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Mine is Santa uh, Adarius Rustic Ales. Oh, nice. Santa uh, Santa Adarius. So that is uh, Capitola, California. Nice. Yeah, we'll give them a shout out. So, what's your tasting notes there? Citrus. Mm, okay. So I think it's a. Uh, um, let me. Hell, let me get rid of these glasses. Does that beard get in the way with your nice little all foamy head there? You like it? It's all over my like mustache and everything. Like I know I got this like grizzly Adams beard going on. Yeah, it's getting. You know, I'm heading downhill on the bike, and the winds. I get there's like a cross breeze. Like I don't. I would call it breeze. It's like a crosswind, and like. I'm getting whiplash because it's like jerking my <laughs> neck sideways because it's catching wind. You know, it's it's insane. Wow. So with that, okay, here we are, episode two twenty five. So we're a yes. couple and a quarter in. Uh huh. You know, we have some beer. We have our typical show, I guess. Um, yeah. So tell me, what's been going on? How you been? I know we missed last week. You had prom. You had a few things going on. So we had. Prom, it was promptastic. Promptastic. Uh, Bri- Bryce has <laughs> success. Um, I picked the kids up at the at the end of the night, so it was like very successful from a parenting angle. <laughs> like <laughs> Bryce was there? What? No, no, picking. Well, I picked. No, I picked up the kids. The you know Audrey and Rodrigo. Okay. The couple. I picked them up at the end of the night. And brought them and and brought him home to his house and brought Audrey home to our house. Good dad move. Good dad move. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was tell I would told I told these kids, I was like, you know, we got hotel rooms and we were like, it was a crazy, crazy time. And oh, I'm like you got you guys are not getting you know, the kids these days. I'm sure that they are. They can. They can be crazy, and I. And I like the little sheltered life that I live, but <laughs> as a parent. But we were. We are like. I mean, my hope is that this continues for the next four years with Bryce uh, coming into that that phase. He could be a wild man. So. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of. Uh, oh, is he over there? A little I see, bit. I see a look. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, prom was successful. They had fun. Um, there was a there was also the 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 last production of the year for Play Pro, um, which was She Kills Monsters, which is a cool play. Um, that was that that was also last it was that was last weekend, and that was it was a week before. Yeah, Audrey produced the play. And she produced it right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. and what goes into a high school junior who's producing a play? I mean, what is like what is what what's her duties or what does that look like? I think it just really is like running and it's it's like trying to keep everybody on schedule and then you know like the 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 teacher, I always want to say professor, but <laughs> the teacher is, you know, trying to get performances and then, you know, sometimes they, they, their practices, especially in the last week, that technical rehearsal, it starts at like six o'clock. So if there are people that aren't showing up, <laughs> like Audrey has to like get on the horn and call them and text them and be like, all right, get over here. And oh, like, my parents aren't here, you know? And then like, oh, find my keys. And it's like, where, where'd you leave your keys? If I knew, I wouldn't ask. So she's the one just like herding cats. Herding cats. Right. You know, making sure that the, the trains run on time. 
you know, typical producing stuff. I think she's you know, when, when I heard what she was doing. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. So we went to go see that on Sunday. I think prom was actually two weeks ago. And then uh, this weekend is kind of uh, just a pre-pack for our trip back east. We're going east in a couple weeks right after Bryce's graduation. Okay. But then next week, you're coming down for the dead, right? Yeah, the dead and company. Dead and company, the final the final uh, tour. That'll be fun. Kicking off here in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we avoid COVID or something. I don't know. But- <laughs> Is it? I thought it's it's crazy. We we still have to think about that. Well, who said it wasn't um wasn't a a, a, a world a global crisis anymore? Well, the who the the World Health Organization. That's what I said. Who said it? Oh, I said that to Ann. I said that to Ann earlier this week when when they announced it. And then she she fell into this Abbott and Costello thing where she didn't Who's know that she first? was playing. Yeah, she didn't know that she was playing it with me. And I'm just dying. I'm dying. And she's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, he's on second. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, who said that it's like, not what? a thing anymore? No, third base. <laughs> you got to love the Abbott and Costello bit, man. Who's up first? <laughs> Uh, how about you? How's your week? How's your couple of weeks? Whatever. I, I think I have enough pallets to both build the structure of the hen house mm-hmm. and, you know, face it with the siding and all that kind of stuff. Um, I do need to get some two by fours, you know, like the the pressure tree to womanize two by fours and so on. Uh, but I think I could do the whole thing for right around 500 bucks. Okay. Much less than the the grand couple of grand that you were looking at. Oh, like thirty five hundred. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's it's like three thousand dollars less expensive than just buying one prefab, you know. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, I'll be working on that over the next, you know, I don't know, month, month and a half. And Clarissa locked in her time off. Okay. Um, for the summer, and we've been coordinating getting up north to washington to visit some friends and then ride our bicycles back down the coast here to lompoc so right you know kind of putting our gear together and like laying out our staging area with uh you know tents sleeping bags and first aid kits are you gonna do that right when the summer starts so my last day at work is june 23rd oh my god (laughs) yeah so i go until june 23rd and then we leave June 25th. Wow. So we'll be gone, I think, uh, June or July 23rd, 24th, something like that. And then Clarissa goes back to work like a couple days later, mm-hmm. maybe the 25th. And then I go back to work the 27th. So it, it's going to be like, we're going to, I'm going to be done with work. We're going to leave. I'm going to come back. I'm going to go right back to work. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, a month off riding our bikes down the coast. They're going to spend the boys are going to spend like three and a half, four weeks with uh, her parents. And they're going to spend about two weeks with my parents. Okay. so 
by the time they get home, they'll be six weeks out of their beds and probably crawling the walls <laughs> looking for like normalcy at that point. Right, right, right. But yeah, it should be fun. And we've been kind of, you know, I, I, we, we put together our timelines, our mileage charts. Like we've just been working on all that stuff over the past couple of weeks. So, oh, great. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I did a bike tour. And I don't know. It's one of those things where you get to hit the road and you just leave it all behind you. And you just like the electric bill, the gas bill. <laughs> the wa- it's all on autopilot. You know, like I don't have to do anything but ride my bike and take photos of beautiful scenery, visit lighthouses it doesn't matter. Like I just get to do right. the things that are just, it's just pure. I was going to say brainless, but it's not brain. It's like stressless maybe. Right. Okay. Like you don't have to think about life. You just get to like experience what comes at you, you know, and I'm looking so right. forward to that. So is there, is there one in one thing in particular that you can get that you can only get from this distance like you go on you go on bike rides every week right like every week you're doing a bike ride somewhere yeah okay right so like but now if you go from seattle to lompoc or something like that or whatever washington to lompoc what do you where are you starting you're starting at a, a the one of the islands yeah whidbey island so we have friends Whidbey, on okay. Whidbey island we're gonna start at their house so okay Driving up there, uh, my in-laws are driving, you know, they're, they're the ones driving. And then... Yeah, they're driving. Right. We're going to leave a day later. Uh-huh. And then, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to hit the ferry across over to Port Townsend and then on down the coast we go, you know, so... And then what do you do? You camp? Yeah. They're hiker biker camps. They're like a couple bucks a night. Okay. You know, state parks and things like that. And then... Uh, Is there something that happens like... A week in or a, or a few days in where you're just like where where you finally have shaken it all off or or like or you realize that you're in the middle of this adventure. You know, I like that question. And here's why I like that question, because I've done tours in the past. Yeah. And the tours I've done in the past were either pre cell phone, pre social media, pre internet of things, you know, like what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And my other tours were like early, that kind of stuff, early Twitter, early. Right. Like Instagram wasn't even a thing, you know, (laughs) right. Yeah. So I never really had the opportunity to disconnect because you're already disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, like my first bike tour was 1998. Like, like you didn't have cell phones. Like <laughs> you would literally stop and like put money in a payphone to call home. Like it was right, that right, right. time. You know, it's kind of weird. Like 98 wasn't that long ago, but yet it was like primitive. Mm-hmm. I- I'm really looking forward to. I mean, obviously, we'll have our cell phones. Right. We're going to, you know, be connected. We have data. You know, I mean, it's it's not yeah. like we're we're off the face of the earth. Like we're going into the Gobi Desert or something, you know, like, no, of course not. But, <laughs> but I think it's going to be that thing where we just like you're just kind of disconnected from the stressors of, you know, work, life 
grocery shopping, just all the stuff you have to do just to maintain. Right. The bills, the bill. So you, you had mentioned it pre you, in what you were in your preamble and it's really the bills and just not, not having to worry about it, even though we don't, cause everything's on auto pay, right? It's like, you don't typically worry about it. You yeah. just have to make yeah. sure that's all there. But I think, yeah, there is a, another, a next level. It's like meditating for five minutes is great. But if you can do it for an hour, like you've gone to a new plane, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I love that you said that because there are times when I go out on the road on my bike, especially when I was training for Leadville and such, right? There were yeah. some days where I would go out for like, I mean, no joke, like a seven hour ride. Yeah. And, you know, I would go out and I'd have earbuds in and I would be listening to an audiobook or podcasts or something mm -hmm. and something to pass the time of like seven hours. But you're on the road an hour and you come to realize you forgot to charge your earbuds. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you're like, OK, well, I guess I'm out here all day. And then there was something meditative about the next six hours of just the road in front of you. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You're looking out for traffic and you're paying attention at, you know, intersections where you have like uh, traffic lights and all that kind of stuff. But you get on some back road and there's the the hum and the whir of your wheels. Yeah. And you're just kind of staring down at the road in front of you and you're mind just kind of like you go into this meditative state not one that's intended to be medicate uh, uh, medicated meditative <laughs> not one that's intended to turn off your brain not one that's intended to do those things but you know you might think about life think about the world think about politics and then like over time it's like you just have this uh, amount that this many hours and then all of a sudden you just get into this like trance like state mm. almost, you know, and, it, yeah. and you can't yeah. really describe it because it's not like the call map is on for six <laughs> hours, <laughs> but you're just like, you know, your heart's pumping, you're riding and you just get into the state where it's I'm going over a mountain pass. Uh, my heart's beating 160 beats a minute for like an yeah. hour straight, right, right, you know, right. and, and it's just it's 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 different. I mean, it is a different type of meditation. You know, it's something that has to be experienced. And, and I think the whole idea of meditation is so funny because I heard something recently about meditation where it's really not like you, you try to say empty your mind or stop thinking. And it's really none of that. None of those things. It's all about distraction. It's focus. You're, you're, you're distracting yourself by focusing on something like your breath. Exactly. Or something like your body or so you're just, you're just focusing on something that is very mundane and not, and not, it's not, maybe mundane is not the right term, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's something that's routine and 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 rhythmic and you know has no has no rhyme or reason to it it's just like the whir of your whir of the wheels is perfect you know like if you could hear that for an hour that's that's something special you know a great thing to think of it is like just what you said right so you're pedaling your bike and you look down at your right knee and for 20 minutes you're like your your knee hits the top of the of the pedal stroke right uh-huh uh -huh. for 20 minutes you're just saying to yourself, top, 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 top. <laughs> and then after a while, you're like, okay, now I'll do this with my left knee. Top, 
top, top, top. <laughs> it's just, and then it's like an hour goes by, right? And you're just like, uh, all of a sudden, you have this sense of clarity that 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 washes over you. <laughs> and you get home, and it's like you're just so calm, and you're in this like zen state. Yeah. And your children are like doing insane things around the house, <laughs> and you're like. Hello, I just love you guys. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna go take a shower now. You know, and, and it's just—it's one of those things where that's like how it is. It's yeah, just top, yeah. top, top, because your knee hits the top of the stroke. You know, and, right, right. Oh, uh, uh, it's so it's so good like that. Now, you know, and I think those are the things I'm looking forward to. Okay, and you know, I think ultimately it's just checking out and getting away from just the the insanity of life the grind the grind the grind of life yeah and reconnecting with my bride you know i there mean the go. reasons we got married in the first place hmm. and just hanging out and doing those things and like the grandparents have the kids the house is locked up the neighbors water in my garden like yeah. and even if they're not i don't give a shit i'm doing <laughs> what i want to do and i'll handle it when i get home and you know it's just that stress relieving cadence i guess i mean it's just so weird you get to you get to disconnect from those the the stressors and reconnect with with the wife that's great and, and last thing too from the other trips i've done you know it's yeah there's maps there's books there's all this kind of stuff no matter what route you're on there's maps and books and everything right right and you get into camp like these hiker biker camps and there's like few other people some are couples some are friends some are solo and you get in and you know you start talking oh where'd you guys start oh vancouver oh we started here we so and it's always like so you guys follow the maps you follow the book and like and you have this like weird connection because like you have the book followers and the map followers and uh -huh, uh -huh. and then it's like and then you almost like get into your 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 clicks based on oh these are the book people these are the map people you know <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny that way but um but yeah i mean you know you make friends down the road and and then you see each other at the same camps every night because people are doing the same trip you are and oh that's cool yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. So looking forward awesome. to it, and that's going to be in July. So we're not going to be recording that that month. Yeah, and we're right after the graduation. We're going to go back east. Um, so we'll be off for that month as well. So we'll be off for June. We, uh, yeah, June, and then so Trailer Junkies podcast to resume <laughs> August. Well, I think in mid. So like you said, July, right? So like. Maybe the last week in June we might be able to line up, but yeah, August is looking like it for yeah for yeah. us. This might this might be the last one in a while. We'll see. Oh man, two twenty five. So. <laughs> All right, man. So we uh, we have a trailer for tonight. Yes. Um, Foundation, the new season. I like how they say season two instead of season two. They call it the new season. <laughs> The foundation, the foundation has been laid. Now we need a new foundation. Now it's the first the floor. New, <laughs> the foundation of, foundation of the first, the first floor. floor. <laughs> um, I don't know. Trailer's a little slow and I feel like it's, it's the trailer isn't in it isn't to entice yeah new fans i think it's just to say you've been a fan of isaac asimov since the 1950s here's your <laughs> second season <laughs> no, no, put your bitch in 
you know, like that's that, that's my feeling of this trailer. <laughs> what what do you want from us? We gave you Ted Lasso for three years. Leave us alone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah, it makes me want to watch it. I mean, I do want to watch. I watched the first season. I, I like the, the premise. I mean, you know, even when you watch the season, though, I mean, I think the season is as slow as the trailer. Okay. Okay. So I agree with you. So the the first season the trailer for the first the trailer for the whole thing came out like years ago it was one of those covid delays i believe right and then and then when it finally dropped there were some parts it was like a it was like a hurry up and wait hurry up and wait kind of a season where certain things were moving very quickly and then there was some good exposition and good episodes and then there were some episodes that were like the old school filler like when he was walking the gauntlet yeah he's there to show pinkman with the fly in a room you know what i mean <laughs> that breaking bad episode <laughs> right right <laughs> you know like we don't we, you know, we can't write anything we're just going to fill this air you know and i think we you got to you can't do that anymore but but oh, as an overall thing, the first season was satisfying. And then I think this trailer to me was kind of like, I hope you're underplaying the second season. And like, I hope we could get more than this out of it. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I want to see it because I saw the first season, not because I saw this trailer. And like the, the most important thing in this trailer is that it you know, tells me when to tune in and, and look for it. You know, That's exactly for right. It. Like, give me the tag. Don't waste my time with this. You know, like, I, I love Lee Pace. Whatever he's in, I'm going to watch. And uh, and hope there's more of him in this, you know? Like, all I needed was a trailer that said, Jim, the second season's coming out. Here's the release date. <laughs> and, like, you had me. Save the time and money. <laughs> well, and it's one of those kinds of things all you can do is screw it up. You can't help it. Right. You know, the more you say and the more you show me, it's the more you can screw things up. Right. If all you say is, Jim, the second season's coming out. Okay, I'll watch. <laughs> just a reminder. Just Yeah, just a reminder <laughs> like that it's coming out. Like Because if you say too much, you might actually show me something that's going to turn me off. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I know like, what is it? Dune, the second Dune's coming out or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we didn't explicitly uh, intend to do that, but, but this is kind of in the wheelhouse of Dune. It definitely has that same, that same vibe for sure. Slow enough, but yet the first one, you know, okay, I watched and, and the second trailer comes out or the, the trailer to the second movie, whatever comes out. It's like, sure, I'm going to watch. You don't have to show me a lot though, because you might remind me how slow the first one was. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was that slow. Maybe I won't watch. Right. You know, because it's like the pain goes away, but the memories are there. It's the re it's the reason people have second children. <laughs> <laughs> The wife forgets about all that birthing pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the, and the and the dad's still horny. <laughs> you know, so it's like, oops, we got a second one on the on the on the way. Uh, yeah, so no, I mean, foundation. I mean, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I like how it's foundation, the new season, the new season. <laughs> yeah, it's like as if they couldn't be more creative. You know, but no, but that works. You could just that's evergreen. Like they can use that for season three. <laughs> you know, I mean, that is true. That is true. So it's like, and then. You know, you go to watch and it's like, honey, which season is this? I don't know. It's the new season. It's the new season. <laughs> it could be season five, you know, and you're just like, I'm totally lost. 
yeah. So with that, uh, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot more to say nope. trailer wise. I mean, the trailer was just, you know, if you look at it from an aesthetic point of view, music, color, whatever, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's just it does the job to get those who are fans back in the primed and ready for the new season back in back in the saddle for season back in the saddle. And, you know, fans are going to watch. If you're not a fan, you're not going to watch. I mean, it's just, yeah. I think that's how that's th- this trailer plays out. So, all right, man, um, what you been watching these days? Well, I finally did a thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> you didn't put a red so, string on your penis. <laughs> no, sir. Okay. But the, the other morning, I was I was trying to catch up with my Ted Lasso's. I was about two episodes behind, three episodes behind, maybe. Okay. And, uh, and uh, what was it? Last Saturday. I go, I'm going to, I told Anne, I said, I'm going to go, you know, do my run walk on my treadmill for half an hour. She's like, oh, Saturday morning, I'll go with you. We can do it together because she has the elliptical. So she hops on her elliptical. And I was like, you know, I really want to watch Ted Lasso. I hope you don't mind, you know? (laughs) So I watched Ted Lasso. She's not into it? She hasn't seen a single episode. So last Saturday. Of any, of any season? Of any season. She's what? she's just not I'm like, I'm like, you should watch it. You should watch it. Nothing, right? It's so good. So she watches like whatever that uh that tie a string on it episode was. Like that's the that's the episode we oh watched my together. God. That's her first episode into the whole Ted Lasso experience. The whole Ted Lasso universe. <laughs> she's hooked. She loved it, right? It was a great episode. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you were gonna tell me otherwise. No, no, no. She loved it. And then we watched the next one because that one also too needed to be watched. So we, we came in the house, took, she took our shower and, you know, shower. Wait, was the, excuse me real quick. Was the yeah. one with the red string, was that when he, when she fell over the bridge and was in Amsterdam? No, no, no. That's Sunflowers. That's the prior episode. Oh, that was before that. Okay. That okay. was before. See, I can see her liking that episode. So, so wait, so wait. So now we're, so we come in the house, we watch the next episode and she's like, oh my God, this Nate's horrible person, you know, like, you know, doing the whole thing. And we, so now we watched the two newest episodes, season three, episode, whatever, seven and eight or eight and nine or whatever it is. And I was like, baby, you, you see, do you like this? Like I've been trying for like years to get you to watch this. You, you, and then there are a couple of moments where, you know, Ted does Ted things and she just grabbed my arm on the sofa. And it was like, she was just loving it and just couldn't get, she was getting giddy, you know, the, the way I would get giddy. And I was like, if <laughs> this stuff hilarious. makes you giddy, like let's start at the beginning for and sure. see where we can go. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we start watching and it is this marathon over the past week. We have plowed through two and a half seasons of this show, oh, like watching it. God. The kids come and go. And when, you know, we put the kids to bed, she goes, you want to watch another couple episodes of Ted Lasso? And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> this is so great. Like, you know, so funny. <laughs> so she's finally, we watched two seasons of it. I fell asleep during one episode and she was just like, I just kept watching. I'm like, great, baby. I've seen it. Don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> and then a couple of episodes where I had to go pick up Bryce or run some errands. I'm like, just keep watching. It's fine. Don't worry about me. I'll I'll pick it up wherever you wherever you are. You know. So now today, before we left, we were we're one episode away. Like right before that sunflowers. There's another the other episode. I don't know whatever episode that was five or something like that. So we watched that episode this morning, and then 
So it's kind of amazing to to now watch it from the beginning. And she kept saying to me during the whole, you know, while we're watching it and in between times, she's like, how could you like Nate as a person at all? Because Nate has, if you rewatch it from from where you know that Nate is this villain in this in this end. Oh, I see. When Nate is first given lines to speak or things to do, the first thing he does is he roasts the team. Like he basically just he gets them rolled up by by roasting them and giving them you know shit for the way that they play. And, uh, and it kind of, it charges them, but, but he says it in kind of a mean way. Like, and it's so funny that he has these, he's, he has these infantile stances on things and he does things in a very, it's kind of like he's stunted a little bit, you know? And, and I think for me, like Ted's character is, is the main character and the driving force behind everything. But Nate is, is, he just feels like the most, intriguing character because when you when i watch it from the beginning it's a very different experience than and watching it where you know that he's this villain like when you give somebody that doesn't have any power a little bit of power and they kind of they kind of revel in it and they kind of do kind of the bullying kind of things but he's like such a such a underpowered character when you give that character power and they bully with it, it's kind of like, oh, that's expected. You know, like, that's okay. That's not bad. Like, you don't, you don't feel any danger. You don't feel any threat. He's unthreatening. But when you start from a point where he has power and he has this, this mean streak and he's a horrible person, it, his, his relationship with, with Jade, like to me, it's like, oh, that's nice because she was such a bitch to him for so long, you know. It's nice that they, that she kind of softens him. But Anne sees it a completely different way because she's like, oh, she's mean and he's mean, and they're both mean together. Like it's her, it's know, her starting point. <laughs> it's her starting point makes the world of difference. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and yet, I can see that. and yet, when when I go back and I watch from the beginning, all the signs are there. Everything is there. It's all built. It's so well built that every piece that is just there as set dressing it, it plays into the 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 final season things play into the the final season beard's episode has bones and honey in it the the private club and that's the same private club i love that episode and they the same private club they go to when nate wins the game against them that's the club that that uh the owner takes him to where he meets that uh, uh, meets the girl, the hot, the hot right, model, right, right, actress, right. whatever, and, and I'm like, oh, they're reusing bones and and honey. I didn't even recognize that place, you know. So they they do a lot of a lot of planting seeds and then harvesting them years later. So I just I, I can't I can't imagine it's ending soon this soon. And uh, I'm so glad you know we had this time with Ted and you know and. And yeah, that's funny, though, that Anne got into it. I know. You know, I mean, so many episodes in this third season, so many could be standalone. But yet yeah, it's you see how whether it's the team or different relationships within the management or within the team or within or with friendships and things when the guy's restaurant gets trashed. Right. And you saw that one before I spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've seen okay. it all. I've seen it. I'm caught up, caught up. Okay. 
So when that guy's, you know, uh, the Nigerian guy's restaurant gets trashed mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, my God, you know, and it's like they're it's kind of like the the magas in a sense are taking out yeah. their frustrations of immigration on local people who have kind of built their neighborhood and their community. Right. Um, unjustly so. And then he shows back up and his team has, in a sense, rebuilt the entire restaurant. Yeah. That that one episode or that that kind of scene where they did that is a metaphor, in a sense, for how the 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 third season's playing out for how they're all of the relationships in a sense are being rebuilt and you know and you yeah. see all these things coming together and it's so well written yeah and that's why i was kind of like Anne hasn't seen it and now that she has i know it makes perfect th- uh, a perfect sense that like okay i need to go back to the beginning and then plow through these because it's such a good well-written show uh so tight so tight it's not just that it's good television i mean it's just good storytelling right you know even if this was a book or something it's something that you could get involved with because the way they weave the characters in to the store in and out of the story oh yeah because at times a lot of these characters are on the outs because <laughs> Roy was like the main dude. He was the the fan. He was like the hero of the fans and stuff. Yeah, and then he yeah. kind of vanishes. Uh-huh. Then he comes back as the coach. Uh-huh. You know, and then there's Zava. Uh-huh. And then it's like I I called it the Zen of Zava. <laughs> no, the great so the greatest thing is because we start in this episode post Zava. And by the time we start to see Zava as we're coming up and rewatching it, Ant's like, what happened to Zava? How come we don't see Zava in the new, in the new episode? <laughs> Where is he going to leave us? I was like, just keep watching, babe. Don't you, you don't want to, you don't want me to, you don't want me to spoil it for you. It's just, this is part of it. You know, you know how it's going to end and we got to get through our rogue one kind of, uh, pretenses, exactly. Exactly. you know, <laughs> because it ends in new hope. We don't have to, we don't have to say, we don't have to ask for spoilers along the way, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. So Zava and then that assistant, the, um, Kylie, Kaylee, what's her name? I forget her name. Um, but the the assistant that gets fired for start, starting the new banter, the new app, the new dating app. Oh, Kay- um, uh, Kaylee, I guess, right? Kaylee, Kay- Kay- but Kaylee's assistant, the, her friend that she hires. Oh, oh, her friend. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so th- those are the two characters that Anne's like. We don't see them in the new episode, so they must must something must have happened to them. I was like, they all get hit by a truck. Just come on, just keep watching. Don't stop asking me questions about this. <laughs> So not only is it a tightly woven, well-written television series that that is going to run the span of its life, and and beautifully so, but early the early the first season it's done in this twenty-eight minute format, so it's done like half hour, half hour. Oh, now they're the, hours. The TV now it's grown to an hour, right? And and you can see where they're where they're spending their time and spending their money and spending their screen time when that when the shops are all opening. And we just see the 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 them unwinding the the awnings of all the, the, I all love the stores, that. and it's like this. So it's it's actually moved from a television like a sitcommy kind of space in season one, where they're, they're just packing jokes in twenty eight minutes. You don't have to look at it; you can just close your eyes and listen to it the way you should any good sitcom. But it's grown into this cinematic space where now they can spend fifty five minutes 
and tell a story and make you watch it. And they've earned your viewing, your, your hundred percent, you know, you've gone from that 30% viewing that good television does to 80. They yeah. built your trust in their ability to tell a story that you want to be engaged in. That you're fully engaged. Yeah. And what I love about when they have those episodes where the awnings are opening and they're sweeping mm-hmm. the porch and mopping right. and all that stuff, that too is is saying like, we're getting ready to tell you the story. It's it's a brand new day. It's a brand new episode. And it's kind of that metaphor and you're sitting there and you're excited because it's the start <laughs> of a new day and I can't wait for my cup of coffee. And, you know, and yeah, it, it's it's so well done. I mean, it is yeah. such a good show, you know, and a couple small critiques. OK, British, of course, I have to watch it with with the, the subtitles. subtitles. I can't under. So you and Anne are in the sim boat. It's like she. Like we tried to turn it up and it can't have it loud enough. It has nothing to do with the volume. It has to do with their pronunciation. Right. And, and then she can't, she can't stand subtitles. She is just not going to watch something with subtitles. Oh, I don't mind subtitles. So what we end up doing is if there's something where people are mumbling or they kind of mumble through what something, what do you say? What do you say? And then we rewind it 10, 15, 30 seconds, you know, like, so we're rewinding a lot. (laughs) Nate has cotton in his mouth. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my, like, there's a few characters and Nate has cotton in his mouth. Keely, Keely, I think is her name. Keely. Yeah, that's her name. Her pronunciation of words. I don't know what part of England she's from, but <laughs> I if I go there, I need I need a translating a translator book. I I can't understand what she says and uh-huh. Nate mumbles. Right. You know, everyone else I'm pretty good with. You know you know who you know who's crisp? Jamie Tart is crisp. He I love is. his 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 accent. Yeah. When he says poopy, you know exactly what he's talking about. Poopy. <laughs> yeah so though that's my critique is there's a few people i just can't understand but that's my uh, gringo american ears so <laughs> how about anything else? i know you guys have been plowing through that which is super cool because i'm glad Anne got into it because it's it's such a great show yeah. i mean everybody should watch it it's it's you know <laughs> yeah and you know, on top of that i, I like the you know it's a it's a, it has a progressive message i would say oh it's all about forgiveness yeah i mean it doesn't matter whether you suck at soccer or you're gay i mean it doesn't matter it's like right. this is just we're coming at you with who we are and, <laughs> and if you don't like it well then that's your problem did you just compare being gay to being a denver broncos fan <laughs> Wait, no, I said soccer. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's what that's what that's what uh that's what he says to Ted Lasso when he was explain when he was describing his friend. Oh his friend who's the Denver Broncos fan <laughs> watching right. the Denver Broncos two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so what else? I've been, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy three, man, volume three, and it was in uh, the theater. In the theater. It was emotionally draining. It was a, it was a well put together, you know, you go in and you expect the comedy romp of, of a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It's still Star-Lord and all that, right? Still Star-Lord, still the same crew. And, you know, I guess in the first two movies we had, we had some heavy deaths. So you kind of, 
you kind they kind of play, you know, and I don't know, we I don't know, spoiler alert. I don't know. <laughs> but you expect I'll some forget. deaths in this one. And it doesn't play out just like that, but it is still very emotionally it's probably more emotionally draining than the first two, I think. And it, it's just this um it's this PETA PETA perfect kind of story where the the main villain is the oh man, what's he called? Wait, PETA is in people who eat tasty animals? <laughs> is that PETA? No, the other one, the more oh. uh, the the ethical treatment. Oh, one. that PETA. Okay. <laughs> so the main villain, the grand evolutionary in in the Guardians of the Galaxy, is a great villain. Okay, um, just like pitch perfect, kind of simple. You know, has a very clear message. I think Thanos was also very simple, methodical, died in the wool, you know, <laughs> like I have a, I have a goal and that goal is to do something. And if I, if I, if I severe off that goal, then I'll wipe the slate clean, start over. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what this grand evolutionary does over and over again. But Rocket, Rocket kind of, he becomes one of his test subjects, but then he escapes. Ah. Um, but then we have a lot of flashbacks through that whole thing, which is kind of part of the part of the gut wrenchingness of, you know, of that. So I don't know. It, it's it is too hard to kind of describe without giving too much away, but it is a must see. So I can't wait for it to be on one of the street on, on Disney Plus for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, like you, I mean, Ted Lasso, of course, we've been watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just wrapped up season two of Big Bang Theory. Okay, okay, that's a big family, the family uh, together. Yeah, you know, I thought the sex talk with Seinfeld was a lot. <laughs> wow, there's a lot here. You know, they're sitting there in 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 Seinfeld. It's like you know, condoms or sponges right. and stuff. And Tim would be like, "Master of your what? <laughs> yeah, master of your domain." But Tim's like, "Yeah, what's a condom? Ah, we'll talk about that later. Another episode. Yeah, what's a condom? Ah, we'll talk about that later. What's a sponge? Well, in this yeah. one, they're like, "Hey, they're in Vegas," and he rips off like a strip of about thirty condoms and. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything and he never asked and i was like apparently he doesn't know what they are <laughs> <laughs> are condoms are condoms intrinsically funny uh, i think it depends on how you use them i don't know like... <laughs> balloon animals <laughs> balloon yeah exactly <laughs> And they're always a, a, a certain shape. I don't know why that is. <laughs> a banana. <laughs> a, banana. <laughs> a, wa- a wavy French fry banana. <laughs> I can say, though, after two seasons, the sex talk is unreal. Um, but the funny thing is, though, what the boys got totally into is young Sheldon. Oh, OK. So you're watching that at the same time. Exactly. Wow. OK. Exactly. So and I have to say, though, you know, I like it. It's pretty good. There's like if you know Big Bang Theory, they bring in a lot of like there's a lot of premonition. Okay. Oh, Shelly, I know you don't you know, you're a loner now and you don't have any friends, but something tells me in the future you'll have a bunch of smart friends you'll hang out with. (laughs) You know, just stuff like that. You're just like, of course he will. That's where the show's going. (laughs) So we're watching Young Sheldon and Big Bang Theory kind of in concert with each other and they're both 
I, they're tremendous. But yeah, they're they're so good. The writing, I mean, Chuck Lorre is uh, such a premier, you know, TV producer. Of course, I mean, yeah. he's done he's done so many things. Oh, and then I think we did a little bit, a few more Wednesdays or something. You're not done with Wednesdays? No, we because we keep going back to Big Bang Theory and stuff, you know. And, do you watch Wednesday with the family? The family? Yeah, with the, the family. family. Yeah, okay. I think the thing is, Big Bang Theory is like, depending, it's like 19 to 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're so like bite-sized. Yeah. That you could just like, doosh, 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 you just plow through them so quick. Where Wednesday's a little bit more of an investment. Yeah. And we just sit down and we're like, we got 20 minutes before bed, boys. Let's watch a Big Bang Theory. And we just knock it. Well, you just knock them out, you know? And, and yeah, that's kind of how it goes. So, But yeah, that's where we are with uh, our television watching. Have not seen any other movies. I know we did all the Rockies. We okay. went through four. Rocky Five is on the horizon. <laughs> and then me and Clarissa did the Creeds. Right. So not Creed 3, but... Uh, one and two. One and two. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we've we kind of went down that rabbit. Oh, we did watch a movie. I forgot Uncle Buck. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about it, dude. An yeah. old one. So I totally forgot about Uncle Buck, and Mike was just begging us to watch it. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm looking. There's no Uncle Buck anywhere. We had to What'd rent it for like four bucks. Okay. Right? No big deal. Four bucks. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, everyone needs an Uncle Buck looking out for him. <laughs> Such a good movie. And yeah, you know, and, and Mike, because it's in that wheelhouse of like Home Alone. Oh, totally. Well, Macaulay Culkin, you know, he's in there. Macaulay Culkin. Asking questions all away, you know. <laughs> exactly. Macaulay Culkin, but it's a John Hughes film. You know, it's in the northern John suburbs yeah. of, of Chicago, just like, you know, the way <laughs> just John like Hughes vacation, likes just vaca- for- all of them. Right. All of them. <laughs> yeah. It's it's right in his wheelhouse. Totally has that feel. And I mean, I saw it like, I don't know when it when did it come out. Ninety three or something. Yeah. Ninety two. And, and that's when I saw it last. And Mike was just like haranguing us for weeks. Finally, I'm like fine i'll rent it we watched it it was it was good what what did he see that made him want to see that i don't know it's interesting yeah hey mike (laughs) mike come here here come here we got a question (laughs) what did you see that made you want to watch uncle buck so what was the reason for wanting to watch uncle buck it was Home Alone? Was it a tr- Home Alone? Then they fed you the trailer or something? Or what was it? So after seeing Home... Macaulay Culkin, the kid. Yeah. So they fed. So you watched Home Alone, Home Alone Two, and then they started feeding you the trailer. So they knew what you were into, and then the, <laughs> they, they got you in the wheelhouse. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah. So it sounds like that's what it was. They <laughs> they just kind of like they know, you know. Oh, you like this movie? Then you like that movie, and, <laughs> or whatever. And all of a sudden, here it is. I, I told him, I said, you know what one you're going to like? Stripes. But you won't <laughs> see it for another 10 years. <laughs> when he's a lean, mean fighting machine. Oh, yeah. It's a little little too risque. Like, <laughs> they're, they're all going to love Animal House, too. But <laughs> Right, but Stripes and uh, what's the what? Uh, I just had it. Uh, old school. Oh, God. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like they they get into the mud wrestling, both of them. <laughs> you know? and, yeah, it's like you can't go wrong with mud wrestling. <laughs> so you got to love it. But yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, let's get out of here. So we'll get together probably in between your travels and our travels. We'll have an episode. That's right. We'll see. And then uh, August will probably hit it back. Typical you know, regular, and then, you know, we'll enter into, wow, that'll be bringing in our seventh year. I know. Crazy. Dude, that's insane. (laughs) Because we started November 2017. 2017, and it'll be 2023. And then November, yeah, I mean, it'll be the start of our seventh year. It'll be, yeah, so the end of this year is the end of our sixth year, and then, yeah, that'll seventh year. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Well done. Well done, my friend. I well guess. Done. So with that, how'd your beer finish? <laughs> oh, my beer is uh, amazing. So it was it was very your your uh, patty cake. Um, I don't know what is that thing a banana <laughs> nut cake or something. Banana cream, banana cream pie, banana, banana cream pie, uh, sour ale. Um, it 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 held its complexity throughout. You know, it warmed up a little bit, but it was it was nice and tart, and it has a tar- uh, a sweet sweet on the front of your palate and then on the back of your palate it has that tartness so it's uh it's amazing it's amazing little uh a sour How, how'd yours how'd yours turn out mine was good but before we get into that so was yours one of those sours where like you know it's a it's a lip pucker kind of a thing or was it more like a kind of was more of like a bittery sour or yeah i mean it's more of a it's really more of a sweet sour but i guess there's no sweet ale <laughs> right so right. they kind of have to call it a sour but it's definitely sweeter on that sour and, scale that doesn't exist yeah and what was the abv <laughs> i know we got to figure out that exists and what was the, the ABV, abv is five five percent five five point oh excuse me so five even five even no right so like not even not even an ice uh, not even an ice Ice lager, <laughs> less than ice an ice lager. lager. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember Ice House at 6.5 oh, or something? Oh, 5. yeah. 5. Man, those things are amazing. <laughs> no, they weren't. No, this, uh, as it warms, I mean, it's super mellow. Tastes nothing like a beer. I mean, it's like drinking a lemonade. <laughs> yeah, it's like a carbonated kind of lemonade, a lemon ale in a sense. Really smooth, easy across your palate and so on but i will say one is enough because if you have two you start getting that like yuck mouth Uh, okay like as you're drinking it you're like no this is good but one's enough (laughs) and uh yeah no i i've I've enjoyed it i mean i'm not a hazy ipa guy but it's it's been it's been good so yeah it's good to change it up a little bit here and there all right, man. Well, we'll we'll uh, chat throughout the week, and we'll Sounds figure good. it out. And I think Clarissa's off Thursday and Friday, and I'm taking okay. Friday. So, and we'll head down, pulling the boys out about half day, and then we'll all right. We'll we'll, we'll crush it. So sounds good, man. Can't wait. Can't can't wait to see you. All right, Ted. All right. You have a good night, man. And then we'll see you soon. You too. Bye bye. All right. Later. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share.
special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.